Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Piece Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece, give it our super scientific rating, <laughs> and, and just chit chat and be friends. Um, so, I don't know why I said friends like that. I'm, I'm friends. sorry. Friends. Well, it's because I'm getting in the mood for the movie we're going to talk about. Uh, but before we get into that, Julie. <laughs> yes uh recommendation yeah i i'm gonna recommend a newer show at least okay. when we're recording this it's called school spirits it's on parallel plus are you watching you had a reaction oh i have seen the advertisements oh okay for it, and it looks really good so first of all peyton list is in it mm-hmm. who if you have been watching cobra kai is in that so that was actually what caught our attention because um we're big fans of her Mm -hmm. it's based on a graphic novel so already points um and it's yeah there's like a big i don't know if you've noticed there's like a big influx of like people being able to talk to dead people Mm -hmm. like there's the show ghosts um there's the show not dead yet Mm-hmm. dead to me i can't remember which one it is better off dead no that's better off dead anyway with yeah. gina rodriguez but that show was also great so i know but that's what not what we're recommending we're recommending school spirits where she dies and she's got to sort of like figure out what the hell happened to me mm-hmm. um but the school of course has been around forever so there's just a lot of dead people mm-hmm. and um so it's it's an interesting premise and I feel like anytime it's based on a book or a graphic novel, like it already takes it out of the, is this going to be a CW show on, on a streaming service? Mm-hmm. Well, there's already like a visual language established, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, except for Riverdale. Uh, oh, yeah. Always the exception. Um, yeah. Yeah. My recommendation is another therapist recommendation. Yes. <laughs> um, but this is a workbook. So uh, listeners, are you in a phase of life where you used to love one thing and just it doesn't bring you joy anymore? And you're like, what? Who am I going to be? Then this book is for you. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it's a workbook called How to Meet Yourself. And it's by Dr. Nicole Lepera. And it is, yeah, exactly what it says. It's like how to meet the new version of yourself. So yeah, because I'm at a point where like there were a bunch of things that used to give me like so much joy and they don't anymore and not in a like very sad way. And just, I think I'm completing that journey. Mm -hmm. What's next? And she recommended this workbook and it's pretty cool. I feel like there's a lot of stuff in my life and in my past where it was a thing that like brought me joy or like I felt like it defined me as a person but then it sort of like took over and it was like an expectation if that makes sense oh 100 percent. like I get it I'm a klutz and I spill and I drop things but like you're basically an early 2000s heroine (laughs) (laughs) but there is like like sort of like uh if anything spills anywhere everyone's like jewelry and i'm like it wasn't me i was on the other side of the room mm-hmm. please let me let me get a better sense of gravity let me grow 
Well, even just like, um, for me, like a big one, it's not a big one, but I feel like it's a visual one. I don't want to dress in vintage clothes anymore. Oh, I know. Right. And I think there's there's this big one. That is. Yeah. And it just, um, I think comes from honestly cleaning out three people's houses that I loved those people. And Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of done with dead people's things um that sounds yeah. really good it's just no, like oh yeah I want things that are my things I don't want my house to become a shrine of the people before me and so oh yeah. yeah yeah so anyway it's a good book and I'm, I think it's helping in a beautiful way so and it's called meeting yourself uh how to meet yourself how and to it's meet a, yourself it's a workbook so it's like those questions that you ask of like what is your perfect and it's like very small to begin with so it's like what is your perfect breakfast meal Hmm. what is your perfect like and just like getting to that place huh just getting to that place yeah just like okay what what do you want right now in this moment okay what do you want in the next 20 minutes what do you want in the next yeah so (sighs) julie laura I'm so excited to talk about this movie. And also, what a journey to get to this movie. What a journey. So we'll talk about the movie and then we'll talk about the journey. (laughs) Uh, And we're going to talk about our journey because everybody else knows about the journey the movie had. (laughs) And that movie is Don't Worry Darling, Mm. starring Harry Styles, Florence Pugh. Don't forget Nick Kroll's in there. I know. Also, um, uh, uh, pigtail braids from League of Their Own. Oh yes, um, yes. <laughs> uh, so if you don't know what this, well, if you actually do know what this movie's about, let us know. Uh, but if you don't know, <laughs> because I still don't know, but what the movie loosely is about is, um. Florence Pugh's character is married to Harry Styles. They live in this beautiful Palm Springs inspired mid-century modern 1960s glorious mm-hmm. lifestyle. And then she starts to notice that there are some glitches happening and she slowly fights to figure out the truth. And she does. And that's Don't Worry Darling. So Julie, uh, how long did it take you to watch this movie? Oh my gosh, forever. Like <laughs> I started watching it before I had given birth. Mm-hmm um wait i thought we were going to talk about the movie and then the journey to watch the movie oh no i just wanted to give like the synopsis and then oh oh okay well there was oh we'll discuss this plot point later but there was a a life plot point that not giving birth to a baby um there was a life plot point that kept me from continuing the movie Mm -hmm. okay did you finish it yeah okay do you want to discuss that life plot point? Uh, yeah. Um, I, so I started I started watching it. And it was like very early in. It was like that first dinner scene. And it was already like, I don't really know what's happening, but okay. And then... Did that the ever t- go away? No. <laughs> okay. It did not. And then the TV went dark. And I was like, is this part of it? And Laura, when I tell you, I sat there for five minutes before I was like, no, I think something's wrong. Um, The TV had just died. Like, it had just fucking died. Um, And so we got a new TV. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, is that the uh, 
the access that we had to the movie was somebody else's password situation. Uh, so everyone password shares. <laughs> um, and they're really good about their password sharing, but they don't share the actual password. Like they fucking log you in. And I'm like, uh -oh. that's really smart. So then I had to wait mm -hmm. until I had HBO mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said it. I'm password sharing HBO. You'll never catch me. Julie, do you They'll think the HBO me. on my TV is mine? <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought you were about to be like, do you think HBO is listening to our podcast? And I was like, I well, mean, yeah, I listen to theirs. It's true. HBO, uh, share. Share your listens. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it took me. It took me a time. A very similar thing happened to me. Uh, when the Truman Show was on, um, the movie oh in the movie theaters, which was a very long time ago, it was like eight or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the power went out halfway through the movie, but we didn't realize it probably, or like three fourths in, because we're like, is this just part part of the movie? Right. That was also um, that that viewing of the Truman Show. My cousin snuck in a box of chinese food to eat so oh. this is monumental viewing for me because i was like oh this is genius. I, I this is such a tangent but i've become Love such it. like a, a movie theater snob because it's so rare that we go mm -hmm. um but when we do go now because it's like a big deal to to actually go i'm like is it one of the movie theaters that has food or is it like mm -hmm. a snack movie theater? I don't um, want snacks. I want food. Mm -hmm. I think that's valid, especially like the ones where it's like you can get a full catered meal. It's like, yeah. I want chicken Alfredo while I watch well, the Ninja Turtles movie. Thank you. And it's like the time you go to a movie, mm -hmm. it's like you either are eating really quickly to get to the movie on time mm -hmm. or you're eating really late yeah and we don't do either on this podcast we <laughs> absolutely not we eat luxuriously at 5 30 p.m and we eat at your grandmother's time one time charlie and i friend of the podcast um got done with work at a place where we used to work at 3 30 and then we went and we had a, there was a, a sports bar in Orlando that had a special that was like Thanksgiving meal, two for one drinks. So we each had a Thanksgiving meal at four o'clock with hot toddies. And it Is was, this during Thanksgiving or they just always have this special? It was like November 15th. Oh, okay. Like it was leading up to that, but it was like. I get it, senior citizens. I understand the appeal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No acid reflux when you go to bed. Ugh. No, you digest. And, like, you can have a little snack. Yeah. But, like, you don't need to, like, go full cow. No. So back to Don't Worry, Darling. Oh, my God. This is going to be the episode of, like, back to Don't Worry, Darling. Back to Don't Worry, Darling. Um, Which is how I felt. They made this movie <laughs> and also how it was advertised, where it's like, oh, all this shit's happening. But back to like the movie. Um, I will say that I was so excited to hear about this movie because the aesthetic of it mm -hmm. is like exactly what I love. Um, 
Harry Styles is like I love a manic pixie dream boy and that's who he is <laughs> um or at least how his PR team makes him Florence Pugh like it's a like a mind thriller psychological thriller yes 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 and I went and saw it in the movie theaters with my friends and then a billion teenage girls and when I tell you when the movie ended the amount of little teenage girls that went that's it ha (laughs) peak peak entertainment ah fantastic (laughs) so what are your thoughts about don't worry darling okay so I okay um much like something we were discussing in earlier this mm-hmm. all looks so good on paper and in theory mm-hmm. like the twist of like she was forced into this she's asleep she's blah blah blah, blah, blah like all mm-hmm. of that amazing but i don't know that the moments where it was breaking i don't know that those moments served that ending if that makes sense yeah. mm-hmm. like i don't think they earned that ending and I don't mean they as in the actors, because the actors were doing phenomenal work. Mm-hmm. I think the the writing, like it, it was like, yeah. oh, you're so close, but not quite. Yeah, it was, someone told me that like, it either should have been a half an hour longer to explain more things, or it would have worked really well as a Black Mirror episode. And I was like, that's, Ooh. there it is. Yeah. And honestly, I would have taken the half an hour longer because all of yeah. the performances were fascinating and intriguing. Yeah. But well, it was like I like you like we needed more character development from mm-hmm. which Chris is that? Is that the Chris Pine? That's Chris Pine. Yes. Okay. We needed more character develop for Chris Pine because it's like okay, now we know which Chris he's is the that? architect of yeah. this world. Mm-hmm. But we need to understand like why does he go and watch them have sex other than the fact that he's lecherous you know like we need to see the cracks in the world as it relates but some of it was just like vision like why are we seeing like water dancing constantly how does that Mm -hmm. connect to her being in this bed being held captive yeah or like even the plane crash, the red planes. Yeah, um, yeah. What is that? I still can't figure that out. Is that blood? Is that sh- like fuzzies in her eyes? Um, the tap dancing. The tap dancing. That's all. Yeah. I. I feel like. I do feel like we are getting to a really cool space where movies like this are are happening more Mm -hmm. um because I do you know like I do like that it was you know female direct like obviously like yay you know um and I also feel like there there are worse there are 
oh, I'm trying, I'm speaking in draft, but like there are, there are worse psychological thrillers written and directed by men. Yes. I did not get oh. the flack that this did. Correct. And so it's one of those things that like, we'll give our rating in like two seconds, but I just want to acknowledge, like, I think that this was trying to, or it was, it was not even trying to be, it just was in the genre and we were expecting M. Night Shyamalan-like vibes. And mm. we uphold M. Night Shyamalan's movies up to six cents. And they're not all six cents. And that's because this genre has a lot of hits and misses because it is about the mind. Yeah. And is it my favorite movie? No. Do I watch it just because I love like the aesthetic of it? Yes. But I just want to like acknowledge that like it was kind of a swing and a miss for me, but like I'm so glad they took that swing. Yeah. And I think in terms of like as a director, like visually, it's yeah. interesting. It's it's stunning. She got those performances out. Yeah. Um, I think that you know, this is a like this would be a movie that you know, with my vast experience in, in film critique, but like, I'd be curious to see like where Olivia Wilde goes as a director, mm -hmm. because I think that this would be like an example of in a film class of like, this is this person's early work. You can see sort of like where this is going. Mm -hmm. Like I think about that a lot, like when I'm reading, cause a lot of times I'll like attach to an author that yeah. I find and then go back and read their earlier stuff. And it's never as satisfying for me. But I can also see in there, I'm like, oh, I see, like, where they became the author that I loved. Yeah. And, like, what a cool shift in, like, style and visual storytelling and, like, yeah. So, Julie. Mm hmm One out of ten red airplanes we don't necessarily understand. What would you give this movie? Um, I'm going to give it like a, a 6.5, um, cause I am going to watch it again. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it has my attention and maybe mm -hmm. on a second watch, I'll actually like understand the red airplanes and the tap dancing. <laughs> yeah. I would give it, I would give it like a six or a seven, probably more of a six. I, I put it on all the time when I'm cleaning, like just because it's, I know that doesn't sound like a great recommendation, but it just like is one of those movies that is so beautiful that if, and like, I love hearing the performances. So I'll just like pop in and be like, huh, and pop out, you know? And I respect that in a movie that it like also kind of feels like a beautiful screensaver. Um, none of those sound like compliments, but I promise you they are. I'm just, it's just so, yeah, it's just so pretty. Um, yeah. yeah, and also Florence Pugh, my gosh, is so pretty and she's so gonna talented. get a lifetime award at some point. She's yeah. got a long way to go, but God, I've just I've never seen her in anything where I'm like, okay, you did fine. Yeah, and you know what? I haven't seen Midsummer. <gasps> That's her, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, am I gonna be embarrassed and find out it's Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> no, you are you are not embarrassed about that. Uh We've got other things on this podcast to be embarrassed about. So, <laughs> so Julie, what do you have to look forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to next weekend. I get to go to Chicago for work. Woo -woo. Um, 
and it's like the just the way that trip has worked out my days are not nearly as busy as they normally are mm -hmm. so i'm gonna get some like personal stuff done and and actually explore the city i might go to the museum is it field museum or is that st louis um i don't know okay there's a big museum in chicago mm. very cool yeah what are you looking forward what are you looking forward to little one yeah it's field oh. museum <laughs> i want you to call me little one all the time <laughs> uh i am i am looking forward to my and i'll explain the math if anyone's interested but my great nephew is turning one um and he was one of those babies that we just like had to pray for a lot especially mm. at the beginning of his life and when he was in my niece <laughs> and like it just so he is very very healthy and um so just very thankful for that and it also kind of he was born during a very crazy time <laughs> in my life uh for multiple reasons so just like I, my family and I are all going out to Indiana for his birthday and it's um, going to be the first time I like take a full weekend. I'm not going to work on anything for any of my projects. Mm, 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 and mm, one of my mm. resolutions was to do that at least twice to have like two times this year that I just check out and don't respond to email. Don't like, oh, just, I love that. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that and to like hugging that little bean. <laughs> so. All right. Well, if you have a little bean you want to hug and put merch on, we do have a onesie. <laughs> um, always sell it. Always sell it. Uh, no, but uh, rate, review, subscribe. All that fun stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. pop culture period piece podcast is a member of the trident network to catch more of our podcasts live shows and videos head over to the trident